Hi, and welcome to the Stop Chasing Skinny podcast, where every single Tuesday we interview a new guest to talk about topics to help you craft your own fit life. The title Stop Chasing Skinny comes from my own personal tagline of life begins when you stop chasing skinny. You see, I spent many years running many miles, taking many classes, and trying many diets, but none of those worked. So finally, I got down to the business of understanding what really matters. And it's not just about how much exercise you can do or how little you can eat. It's everything else that goes into it. So I created this podcast to help you so you can craft your own fit life. Every single Tuesday, you can listen to an interview with a guest. And now every Friday, you can listen to me a second time where I take questions you have sent to me and I spend about 15 minutes answering them. You can even feed your brain this nourishing brain food by listening while you're cooking, commuting, cleaning, walking the dog, or just about anything else, because that is how we craft a fit life. Angela Buzan is a good friend and a member of my networking group. She was a professional ballerina for several years before becoming a Pilates instructor. If you've ever wondered if Pilates is right for you or how you can benefit from Pilates, take a listen. And welcome to the show, Angie. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit more about your background and how you got into Pilates and what it can do for us? So I started doing Pilates about 12 years ago um, through one of my ballet teachers. She introduced me to Pilates due to an injury and I fell in love with it. I kept doing Pilates throughout my dance career as a cross-training tool And then towards the end of my dance career, about four years ago, I decided to do a teacher training with Armand's Core Connection, and Pilates took off from there. That's awesome. So you said something about some injury uh, recovery. Can you tell us a little about that, how you sustained it, and how Pilates was able to help you with that? I've heard through a lot of doctors And my doctor did tell me that this was the only form of exercise that I could do. I wasn't able to dance anymore or do any other types of workout. Pilates was what they recommended me to do to stay physically fit while resting my uh, back injury. I had stress fractures in my low back and then eventually I ended up getting a bulging disc in my low back. So it helps with recovery that I don't have to use that area of my body that I could work other areas of my body to strengthen so while the other piece was recovering. Mm, I think we have a lot of listeners that end up with some kind of back injury. Um, But I think they've more heard of Pilates because of the health benefits. So I know a lot of people listening have probably heard of Pilates, but are not very familiar with the different types. And I know when I sat down with you, I learned a lot about um, how you said there's classical Pilates and there's other kinds of Pilates. Can you share a little bit about that and why you choose the one that you choose to teach? So there is a lot of different Pilates out there. No diss to anyone that is doing not classical Pilates, but that is what I teach. I teach true, classical, authentic Pilates. It is what was... Joseph Pilates um, created. There's about 500 plus exercises and Ramana was his protege. She uh, came out with a program and trained tons of teachers out there and those are the teachers that I train with. 
Um, these exercises stay true to what they were originally designed to do, not fitness-based exercises taught on Pilates equipment, which is what is a lot that's out there. So there's just a difference, right? You can do fitness-based exercises on Pilates equipment, or you can do the true Pilates exercises that will help you with your core strength, flexibility, mobility, stability, balance, uh, full body awareness, right? The exercises were designed to improve your whole being, not just, okay, we're going to swing our arm out to the side 10 to 20 times. That's not what Pilates is. The exercise should maybe be done anywhere from three, five to 10 reps, and that should be it. Nice. So um, let's talk a little bit about the equipment that you use. Um, I know before I started doing this podcast and was interviewing people about different equipment, it just looked so foreign to me. I didn't know what it was or like how people used it. So can you explain what the benefit of using the reformers is over maybe just mat Pilates? And I'm sure you can get benefits from both, but what happens when you use the equipment? I have the Grotz equipment. It is the original equipment um, by Joseph Pilates. He collaborated with uh, Grotz to make this equipment. It has the correct ratios from the start. The reformer gives you the pushes and pulls that you need for a little bit of assistance to connect your mind to your body a little bit better. When you do mat Pilates, sometimes it's hard to feel pieces of your body working because it's just you using your body. So if you don't have that body awareness already yet, it's gonna be a lot more difficult to connect there. Through the reformer or the Cadillac, right, it has the springs, you have the, the surface where you can press your body against, where you can feel the alignment. Yeah, that's awesome. And then that's what I see with weight training too. Uh, as far as body awareness, a lot of times we're not getting full contractions in our muscles because we're not really sure which muscles we're working. We're not sure like where we should be feeling it. Um, so to take a Pilates class with you or any professional that uses the reformers, that's great because you are hands-on showing somebody where they should feel it. And then maybe it would be more beneficial for a mat class after that, right? Yeah, what I usually tend to do is get people on the reformer first and then slowly start teaching them the mat exercises, you know, maybe the last 10 minutes of the workouts. So then, you know, now their body is connected. They they have some feeling of how to use it and the form. And now at the end, they're feeling good and then they're capable of doing the mat correct mat exercises with correct form. Yeah. So let's go back a little bit to the health benefits of doing Pilates. I know a lot of people think that, um, oh, if I do Pilates, I'll end up with awesome abs. So let's talk a little more about the true benefits of Pilates. Sure, you can get some abs only if you decrease your body fat enough to see the abs. But um, but let's talk about the other more important um, health benefits. And then I feel like the abs are kind of just, oh, a byproduct, say, at the end. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's all about what you put in your body to if you are going to get abs. Um, Pilates is based on the center of your body. So the front, your stomach, your low abs, your back, your um, 
bottom and your inner thighs. So those are all the things that you should be using for Pilates. Now to use those things, you're gonna have to use your mind. So with a deeper mind-body connection, you're waking up dormant brain muscles to make these um, this possible. The other benefits you can get from it is reduce the stress, right? You get someone coming in and they're all like freaking out from their day, but if they're gonna do Pilates correctly, they're gonna have to drop all that and you know just totally check into like themselves right then, right there, being in the present. So they're gonna get better focus, better um, agility, all those you know awesome things. Yeah, and especially for people who spend a lot of time sitting and or driving, because you sit while you drive, <laughs> a lot of time at the computer working in front of you, which, I mean, if you guys can bring up a job that does not require your arms to be working in front of you, I will give you a free something. I don't know, but I can't think of anything where, you know, as working every day, we spend most of our time in front of us. So if you're a stay-at-home mom, you're working with your kids in front of you. If you're a nurse, you're working with your patients in front of you. Um, you know, you're working on the computer with your hands in front of you. So when we do all of that, we need to correct that, right? And so Pilates can really help to negate all of that forward hunching work. Yeah, definitely. Even, you know, me and you, right? As a Pilates instructor, I'm bending over people all the time, giving them spots, hands-on adjustments, and you're on the computer working with your clients too. Um, but we do have something for that. It's called the spine corrector, and it's amazing. It literally pushes up through your upper back, and then you get to stretch your whole chest and your upper back. So besides stretching your chest, you're strengthening your upper back and, um, you know, making circles with your arms, and it's breathing, right? When you're when you're bent forward all day long, you're basically collapsing on your lungs, which is limiting how much air you're taking in. So through the spine corrector, you're <clears throat> over this barrel, you got your chest open, and now you're able to breathe with as much air as possible and make full ranges of motion with your arms. Joseph Pilates had asthma and he basically cured it through these exercises, right? You're like bent forward all day. This is like the perfect thing for you to do is to open up through your chest, which we have tons of exercises to help that. That's awesome. And I know I've said this on here lots of times and I will keep saying it because I suffered from it. I would have a lot of tension in my upper back and that was always a problem for me. And instead of stretching my chest muscles, I would stretch my upper back to make the pain go away. But all that was doing was making it worse because it just helped me to keep my short chest muscles short. I should have been stretching those. So if you don't take anything else away from this interview, you know, really pay attention to that and do that corrective move. And you're right, you have a piece of equipment that assists in that. Because I can tell people, go stretch in the doorway they don't usually stretch in the doorway, but this is completely different. This is um, it's stretching everything out, not just your your pecs on your arms. It's your whole entire upper chest. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> you know, you could right. We see all those people out in the gym, and they're just strengthening, strengthening, strengthening. And you want to do both, and both at the same time would be great, right? Stretching and strengthening at the same time with control, so that you're not just, you know, flinging through the movements, right? You have control over your body, and that is one of um, the benefits of Pilates is mastering the mind over the body. Awesome. So we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. 
Hey, when's the last time you checked out the SK Fit Life recipes? We have a really great collection. Some of our own, some of others. Check them out. There's a whole library waiting for you. And welcome back. Okay, so what else would you tell listeners that they need to focus on um, when finding a great Pilates studio or instructor? Like, what are some tips on finding somebody who is really going to lead them to where they want to go from your perspective? Um, And your perspective is classical Pilates. Like you said, there's a bunch of different variations out there, but you've chosen one because you think it's you know, it's, it's right one for you. So what would you tell people when they're searching for, for Pilates? Now we've heard about the benefits of Pilates. I want to do it. Where do I look? How do I look? So I highly recommend classical Pilates because I see the, the best results from this. Um, I also recommend finding an instructor that takes privates or classes from better instructors, right? You, you want the best. You don't just like, go to the pharmacy to ask how you work out, right? You go to the professional that you're looking for to ask for their advice, right? They are the professionals, right? You want the fastest results. Um, Also, people, you want to look for um, hands-on instructors. I know that's not some people's style um, as the, the student, but that is going to be how you get the best results, right? If if you can't feel it and your instructor isn't helping you feel it, that's not good. Um, verbal cues, tactile cues. Um, the instructor also being able to do the moves, right? If someone doesn't know and and they've learned through a visual, that's, that's what you're going to need to do. So if you're going to someone that doesn't know all the exercises, that's not a good instructor. Yeah, that's a great point. And I completely agree with you with the hands-on stuff. If you're working with somebody in person, if they don't have their hands on you, uh, I think find somebody else really. And if you're not comfortable with having hands on you, get comfortable because the instructors can really point out you should be feeling it here. You should not be feeling it here kind of stuff. And even just them touching you will will help your, your brain lock in and get that proper contraction. And that's what it's all about. And I see this with people wanting to build muscles too. They're like, oh, I want these great rounded muscles. Sure, that's diet. That's, um, you know, the nutrition and that's your reps and your sets. But a lot of that comes down to how can you contract the muscle? Because if you're just going through the movement, you're not getting deep into that contraction. Your your muscle bellies aren't going to grow. You're just, it's, it's just movement. And that's how it is with Pilates too, right? Absolutely. You know, if you're not shaking or you're not sore the next day, there's definitely something wrong. Like if you're not seeing results, I see too many people that they're like, oh, I do Pilates, but there's no results. So what are you doing? (laughs) Right. So what, so let's give the listeners kind of a time frame of how long they should, um, you know, be working towards this to see results because, you know, I think we get so bombarded by the quick fix stuff. So people are like, oh, 21 days and you'll have a full transformation. So clearly that's too short. But, you know, like you're saying, if you're not seeing results yet, maybe you should try something else. How long do you think somebody should really be working with a Pilates instructor 
to start seeing some of the res- results? Like, is it is it days? Is it weeks? Is it months? So what Joseph Pilates said, what I totally believe in, and this is mostly geared for like privates or maybe two people at a time. You know, it's different when you're in a group class. It could take a little bit longer. You're not getting as much attention. Um, but it's, he says in 10 sessions, you'll see the difference. In 20 sessions, you'll feel the difference. And in 30, you'll have a whole new body. So, but also, you know, it's not that you're coming once a week, right? You're coming like two or three times a week because you have to put in the work. If you're not putting in work and then maybe you got some homework and then you didn't do any of your exercises, you're not gonna see results that fast, right? It's always about how much you put in. And if your mind is there, right? Are you focusing? Are you putting in 100% each time? That's what's gonna, you're gonna see the difference. Yeah, that's great. And that's a that's a very simple thing to remember um, as far as like a timeline. Um, and you're right, if you're not, if you're not present and you're not putting it in, you're not going to see it. And I love how you talk about your mind has to be present because I have a lot of clients and just people in general who say, you know, they, they overeat because it's somewhat meditative. And I used to meditate on peanut butter like all the time, (laughs) like stand there half a jar. That's not healthy. But um, you know, just stand there and just like eat it because it's meditative. The same thing happens with chips or ice cream or anything like that. Um, but it's great because you could completely replace that meditation <laughs> with the Pilates meditation. You know, if, if true meditation is a little bit much for you, um, if it's hard to slow down that much and get your mind to stop thinking, Pilates is great because you're focusing on that particular muscle, right? Definitely. Um, I, I call it like a movement mind meditation, right? You're constantly moving through Pilates. It's not just you're um, staying in a, a pose or anything like that. You're always moving. But to keep up with your body, your mind needs to stay there. And then if your mind is there, right, you're just in the exercise. You're not usually thinking about anything else, right? With our hectic world out there, it's just like constantly going like at super fast pace. And I just see so many people able to actually slow down when they come in the room, you know, and then I set the vibe like that, right? It's very calm. We're not like going to get all crazy and start talking about like what we did earlier today. Yeah, maybe afterwards we'll get like a cup of coffee or something, but not right then and there, right? We're here to work right now. I love that. We've talked about that a little bit on the side and like how you are there to teach somebody something. And I think a lot of times, um, you know, we can be sidetracked by stuff. So it's great that you are very dedicated to bring your clients back around to we're here to do work. That's part of your personality. You're a professional dancer. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, it is true, right? From a young age, dance was basically discipline. And so I got that engraved in me in a young age. Like if I want to like be a ballet dancer, I'm going to have to put in all these hours. I'm going to have to discipline myself, right? In tons of areas of my life, right? Um, Not going out all the time, what I eat, that I need to be in ballet class like every single day because that's how I'm going to get better. I think that's really great because when you hire a professional to help you with something that requires discipline, you want them to be disciplined themselves and maybe not robotic, but definitely disciplined. And I see sometimes, you know, um, you will have a fitness professional where they're maybe disciplined in like the fitness area of their life, but maybe not so much in the other areas. And I feel like that kind of comes through. So Pilates, your dance experience, everything like is all together all at once and 
that's kind of contagious a little bit. When you're around somebody who has their act together, you want to have your act together too. So pick somebody who is having their act together. (laughs) So we're going to take another quick break and we'll be right back. Have you signed up for the 10-Day Jumpstart program yet? It's free. The SK Fit Life 10-Day Jumpstart program is 10 days of emailed lessons straight in your inbox. All of my best lessons straight to you for free. Go to www.skfitlife.com slash free 10 day. That's F-R-E-E 10-D-A-Y. See you there. welcome back. All right. So just a few more questions about Pilates. Um, You know, we have people who are listening, probably walking right now or in their car driving or at their desk. Um, What frequency would you recommend that somebody start out with? You said before, um, you know, not just once a week if you're really trying to make a transformation, um, but is it two times a week? Is it three times a week? And how would somebody mix that in to a current training program that maybe requires some strength training and some cardio? They're already doing that piece. What would you recommend for somebody like that? twice a week is totally great to start out with you know and then maybe you start becoming like a little addicted and you're like wow this is actually working then you're like okay I'll do three times a week but twice a week is totally perfect right it's just an hour and back to like the discipline thing right it's only an hour of your day like there's 24 hours like how hard can it be to really discipline yourself for one hour and then what's even better about that is that it transfers like into your life so then it's not like a big deal right you're just it's just natural Yeah, that's a really, really good point. And I think we said too before that any sport that you're doing um, or participating in, that is just going to get better with doing Pilates too. So like I do obstacle course races. So how would Pilates say benefit an obstacle course racer? Um, It will probably give you more endurance um, that again, that relaxed, disciplined feeling like, okay, like you're getting tired, but you're like, I can do this, right? I've done tons of things in Pilates that have like um, thrown me off, mm-hmm. and like I was able to overcome that. So when you're right there, and then it's just gonna happen. Yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, you're you're absolutely right about like, can you just keep going? Because a lot of times on like some of those hanging obstacles, you know, it's just a matter of hold on just a little bit longer. And and you're right, like you have to take your mind to this place where it's not it's not like super fast paced. You're physically working, but you have to be you have to concentrate. You can't just like run up to an obstacle, be completely out of breath, have your heart rate through the roof and expect to successfully complete the obstacle. So it sounds like Pilates would really help you to bring it down and like really get into your muscles with your mind. Yeah, you know, it's back to the the core strength, right? Using your stomach and your back, right? The the center of your body, your core, it is the strongest part of your body. It will hold you up, right? If you come back to it and you're t- your arms are tired, your grip is tired, right? You put your mind into your stomach, your back, and your glutes, everything should just work out. 
Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about women who just had a baby. I hear that a lot. They're like, hey, Stephanie, what can I do for my abs? And so, you know, from all of my training, I make sure that I recommend that they don't do something like weighted abs and work on their outer muscles. They need to do more like planks and work on their inner muscles. But you take it to a whole different level. So what would you tell new moms that they need to do for their abs in terms of Pilates? Well, they definitely have to get cleared right before they start anything. Um, probably it's like usually like six weeks. I think the last girl that um, that came back to me, right? She came through me her whole pregnancy, had the baby, and then um, came back six weeks later. But it's basically starting all over again, right? You have a whole new body now, and again, your mind needs to be there. Like, okay, I accept this. My body is different. I'm gonna have to retrain myself. Um, Mostly um, like pelvic floor exercises, like kegels, that kind of stuff works really well at first. Being able to lay on a flat surface and pressing your stomach muscles into the mat will help you feel that. Because if you're just in loose space, it's going to be hard to find the engagement, right? Your rib cage has just expanded. Your back is now very arched. So it's going to be take time to pull all that back in but through the reformer exercises um pushing onto the mat with your abs or the abs that you are gonna find (laughs) um you should be able to find it you know but it's gonna take time and you can't just do it once a week again right you're gonna need to do it like twice a week and then yes i know you have your baby but you need to try to do it at home too right you're gonna do the hundred it's like the staple exercise of pilates I mean, you can practice that like all day long. It's a breathing exercise. The more air you take in, the more air you press out, the harder you're gonna contract your abdominals together. That's awesome. And then you're right about pelvic floor and I did a whole podcast on pelvic floor health and it didn't even, you don't even have to have had a baby to have pelvic floor issues. A lot of guys can end up with pelvic floor issues um, and it sounds like Pilates really helps to address that whether you think you have an issue or not, so that you never do have an issue, right? Yeah, I, I've i had a client with this. Um, she didn't tell me till like, you know, a few sessions in. And um, I mean, I, I always tell people to engage their pelvic floor, like here and there, you know, it's not like you're like freaking keeping it tight the whole time. And that's not healthy either, right? You need to have, again, control. It's about control over your muscles, right? That you can tighten them up as tight as you can and then you can relax them as much as you can. But she said that she couldn't jump rope without um, leaking and I was like, oh, I've never like heard of this before. And then maybe we had like 10 sessions and she went to like a circuit class and she told me that it didn't happen. I was like (laughs) shocked. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, this works. Yeah, it totally works. And it still shocks me, you know what I mean? Like all the benefits from Pilates, I mean, it could just go on and on. There's so many different things that you work on. I mean, you're working on your whole body usually the whole time. Everything should be working. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I think a lot of times too, uh, people might just uh, think, oh, Pilates is not hardcore enough for me. Um, (laughs) Pilates is pretty damn hardcore. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, even I go back to, in quotation, the beginner exercises, they are so hard, but that is your foundation, right? Once you have mastered these beginner exercises, it's endless from there on. There's so many other exercises and it's just gonna keep challenging and challenging you. 
even when you learn those beginner exercises, you're like, oh, this isn't too bad. And then you start connecting better and you're like, oh my gosh, it's just getting harder at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that great that you can always find um, a way to, to challenge yourself even more within like they're and they're very small movements for the most part too, right? Very small and concentrated. Yeah. I mean, you would never think that these like simple looking moves would be so hard, but they are, you know, adding the resistance, adding the, the right form, right? Using the right muscles, then it becomes much harder. Yeah. And, and I know I have a lot of, um, runners or foreign runner, foreign former runners, maybe foreign runners. Um, I see the stats, but, um, former runners who listen to my podcast, cause my whole story is, you know, my tagline is life begins when you stop chasing skinny. I used to run a bunch of miles, eat a bunch of food, never really met my fitness goals. I also started sustaining overuse injuries, um, and realized that just running alone is not the healthiest way to do it. And so, you know, even if you just are a super hardcore, love it runner, it sounds like Pilates in addition would just make you a better runner too, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, there's a lot of imbalances for runners, um, especially if they're running outside. Like I had a friend once where she would run the same thing every time, but the road was uneven and she's like, my hip is hurting. I'm like, well, you, the road is uneven. You already told me. I'm like, that is why. So, um, with the runners, you know, it'll help with their tight hips. Usually their hips or their knees get really tight. And, um, you know, a lot of, I have a good 25% of people that come to me for the stretching aspect, for increasing full body um, flexibility. Um, And their backs get really tight. But I mean, whose back isn't getting tight right now? (laughs) Right, we're sitting here and our backs are probably getting tight. (laughs) I know, I was thinking about that. (laughs) So um, for them, it is, you know, it's so funny with the runners. It's I'm like, so did you stretch uh, before or after? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, are you serious? I'm like, you just ran all those miles and you did no form of stretching. And it's and I've heard running is kind of almost mindless. Like if once you're going for such a long period of time, right, you're just going, and then it's like that the mind just totally shut off and was like, oh, I'm okay. Like that was great, and I just did no stretching. I'm like, oh, I I can't believe that this actually happens. <laughs> Guilty from time to time. You know what though? I pay the price. I sure do. And then I'm like, oh, we're not doing that again. And for every year I get older, I think when I turned 34, I was like, oh, that's what warm up and stretching is. And now if I skip it, I'm in big trouble. Trubs, lots of trubs. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, that is like the major thing with runners is mostly the stretching for them through Pilates. Yeah. And you know, if you don't take care of yourself as a runner, you can end up with like all kinds of stuff, tight hamstrings, SI joint issues. You're right. Like hips, knees. Um, and a lot of that is just from imbalances and improper stretching or not stretching enough um, because you have tightness in one area, starts to pull on another area. You know, it's this whole chain reaction. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about how we can find more information about you and where your studio is located here in San Diego? It's absolutely gorgeous. We're sitting in it right now. Um, you can find me on Angie's Pilates House.com. That's A N G I E S P I L A T E S H A U S.com. And my studio is in North Pacific Beach. It's my home studio. Um, my phone number is 619 940 4374. 
Awesome. We'll put all of that in the show notes so that if you are driving or walking or cooking, you can access that a little bit later. Um, but yeah, it's it's beautiful here. And, and even if you don't live here, it'd be great to just schedule a one-to-one um a one-to-one session and, you know, just get, get a workout in while you're on vacation or here for a work conference. We have a lot of those out here. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you.